0: There's so many things that we, uh, as fellow, uh, you know, human beings, neighbors, uh, community members, citizens, like, there's so many things that we don't see that other people are going through, right?
1: I'm going to Wichita
2: I'm just a boy from Kansas
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast, my name's Landon. Today's sponsor is Il Primo Espresso Cafe. Il Primo is the oldest coffee shop in town and one of my favorites. I personally love their black coffee or Americanos, but all of their drinks are incredible. Try out Il Primo today. Today's episode is a little different. Paul Abramite reached out and wanted to share a message with our audience. Today's podcast is a conversation between Paul and Jamil Malone. Jamil is a senior marketing analyst at Emprise Bank. He has been working in research and analytics for nearly a decade and enjoys being able to tell stories through data. He has worked with an array of clients from food processors to QSRs, aviation manufacturing, and banking. In addition, he loves making a positive impact, telling and shaping the story of Wichita. Paul is a native of Wichita and has always been interested in cities, communities, and the people that populate them. His podcast and blog, Rudolph Futures, is all about how we as citizens can shift our beliefs and behaviors to create the change we want to see in our communities. Today, they spoke about Movember. If you don't know about Movember, it is Mustache Plus November. The Movember Foundation is an annual event to raise awareness for several things, including cancer, particularly prostate and testicular cancer, but also men's suicide. I hope this conversation is the first of many to talk about mental health. This specific podcast is about men's mental health, but mental health is something that we all need to take seriously. Enjoy this conversation between Paul and Jamil.
0: Hello, Jamil. Hello. Uh, My name is Paul Abramite. We are, this is a collaborative episode with Wichita Life ICT, um, as well as uh, the discussions that I've, I've been having as part of Rudolph Future's. To really have conversations that look at the changes that we want to make as a community, and what we have to do uh, as individuals to, to change first, <laughs> and to support each other, and so that brings that brings us to a very important topic um, that that is uh, near and dear to my heart and and to Jamil's, Um this year, 2020, has been a, a doozy for for a lot of people, and um, and particularly every every November uh, is is Movember month. Is there is it is that? Am I getting the the name the correct name?
2: Yeah, um, every every November, the Movember Foundation yep. um, helps raise money and awareness for men's health.
0: Yes, so so we you know, we, uh, we see both in, in our community, um, as well as the, the entire country right now, and, and really the world over, um, is struggling, but, but given, given Movember's mission to, um, to support men's mental health, um, and, and to really, you know, lend a hand to our, our brothers who, who might be suffering, and, um, and, Taking away that stigma of of mental health um, is is something that I think we, we need in the community right now. Um, I'll say a little bit more about that, but first I'll I'll let Jamil introduce himself.
2: Well, hello, Paul. Uh, I'm Jamil Malone and a proud supporter of the Movember Foundation for the past. This is my ninth year raising funds and awareness for them, um, where every Movember one. Um, completely remove the name, even in my work. Of it's not November anymore to me. It is Movember. Um, every November 1st, I completely go clean-shaven, um, freak everybody out because normally <laughs> I have a
0: full facial hair.
1: A uh, wonderful beard. It's a it's a wonderful beard, <laughs> but uh,
2: it, it helps really bring people to ask that question of why why did you shave your face? And my answer is because I'm raising um, funds and. Awareness about men's health. Uh, The Movember Foundation started years ago in Australia, actually, Mm. um, with a bunch of guys who wanted to grow a mustache, but you know, (laughs) mustaches are creepy to a lot of people. (laughs) And so they decided that the best way to grow a mustache and be culturally acceptable is to raise money. So they started with (sighs) prostate cancer because one of their dads was suffering with prostate cancer. Um, Expanded that to testicular cancer after a few years because it is the number one cancer in um, men age 15 to 34, uh, which just blows my mind, also. And prostate cancer is the number one cancer for men um, in their older age. Right. Um, Obviously, not in women on either of those because Mm -hmm. they are male cancers specifically. Sure. And then they expanded um, in the more recent um, history to. Men's health, including mental health and and physical health, just as an aspect of mental health too, um, and trying to reduce obesity, but specifically looking at suicide rates. Right. Um, I think we've been talking for a couple minutes right now, and um, every single minute, a man dies of suicide in the world, um, which is just a sta- I mean, I'm getting chills just talking about it. It's a staggering
0: every statistic. every minute
2: every minute a man dies of suicide somewhere in the world. And, and a lot of that is because men just don't feel like they have that opportunity to have conversations. Right, um, And so that's... I've I really appreciated a lot of what Movember has done recently um, with their conversations and, and giving people... The um, tools to help having those conversations, mm-hmm. and those conversations start right here with you and me having this conversation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think what it what it really, um, and and I, I thought that there was the connection with uh, prostate cancer and into testicular cancer, and I was trying to remember was that a different organization or the same organization. Um, but I guess it really speaks to like these, you know, quote unquote, kind of hidden killers uh, that. Are just so easily overlooked, and I think that's kind of the the theme that's worth addressing. Is like um, there's so many things that we uh, as fellow uh, you know human beings, neighbors, uh, community members, citizens, like there's so many things that we don't see that so true. other people are going through, right? And it's 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 hidden. It's not visible to us, but it's there nonetheless. Right and um, and so you know something that has has struck me is this this year where we have all been separated socially, mm-hmm. yet um, all finding different kinds of ways, doing our best to still connect with others. Um, some of that some of that is beautiful some of that is, is hard because it's not necessarily available to everyone. Fortunately I've I've had I've had a number of friends who who, you know, I've I've had more Zoom calls with old <laughs> buddies of mine that's than so than I had in five years, you know, prior prior to this year. So that's, you know, I guess there's a like a silver lining there or or maybe there's just a lesson to be learned about um, about having an awareness for, for the things that you don't see, but that may nonetheless be happening. And what, what, what do you, what do you, how do you feel? Do you, do you think that our community here in Wichita, is that, is that something that, um, that you think we particularly maybe struggle with, uh, men in our community, uh, as far as, you know, just acknowledging that there is that stress or that um, depression or anxiety or what, whatever, or just worry, just general worry?
2: I, I do. I think, well, and I think it hits all communities, but a community like Wichita, I, I mean, I see it in having conversations with friends, um, seeing the rates that we see, um, even on the suicide side of itself within men Um, i mean nationally three out of four suicides are men and that's the same in wichita as you look at the statistics especially this year and and the interesting thing when i look at some of those rates in wichita the main area that it hits are people my age the 35 to 54 year olds they are struggling the most and if you think about it right now um, especially during the year of COVID that we're all loving so much. And there are silver linings to this year. Sure. I've, I've, I've had so many conversations with, with people that I haven't had before, um, just because I think one thing that COVID has taught us is we need to check in on each other. Yeah. And so I hope that that only grows as it moves as we move on from this, because that's one of the first things that you can do to help somebody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those individuals, especially men who are supposed to be the breadwinner in the whole traditional family model, whether that's good or bad, Mm -hmm. uh, that we have such a large unemployment rate and we've seen the unemployment rate, whether it's an unemployment for just a couple of months because we're closing down or it's unemployment because um, the aerospace industry is struggling because of other issues. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing high unemployment rates and that can lead to higher suicide rates. And that leads to just general high unhappiness. And and if we don't reach out to
0: each other and, and the first step is asking, how are you? Right. How are you today? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm okay, I'm okay today, I'm okay today.
2: And And okay is good, but everyone will say they're okay.
0: Yeah. And so it's always
2: important to mm-hmm. just ask. Right. And sometimes people don't want to talk, and you have to understand that. But having that, that's the purpose of a community. Um, and Wichita, you know, all of my friends who come to visit from far and wide are blown away at the community we have and how I can walk down the street or be in a restaurant or bar especially back when we used to do that a lot more often, (laughs) sad moment. Um, This is a great historical piece. (laughs) But how many people would wave, um, say hi? You know, great side story, if I may, for a second. I've um, kind of become friends with uh, a star, Mr. Jim O'Hare, who plays Jerry on Parks and Rec. Um, oh, he actually wow. came to Wichita a couple years ago for the Tallgrass Film Festival. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. And so we've been Facebook friends and chat here and there. He wishes me fe- happy birthday on Facebook, which just makes me feel great. Not Absolute that I'm pack. like smitten with stardom. But, <laughs> but, um, but, but you are. <laughs> but I am a little bit. Uh, and he's he's a great fun guy. Yeah. Um, he actually came back this year for Tallgrass Virtually to help I out with some stuff. I think I
0: did see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did some, some virtual stuff, uh, and that, that looked... Like, was, you guys were able to pivot incredibly for that.
2: We did. But one thing he we talked about at the end of his trip two years ago was he was blown away at how nice the people are here in Wichita. <laughs> and he even mentioned it in October when we were on a Zoom together. He was blown away at the nice people here in Wichita. And, you know, that's a that's something that we have. You know, they say it's that whole Kansas values and stuff like that. Well. Right. Let's use that to help our brothers.
0: Sure. Let's... I, I agree. And I think it's, like like you said, asking people how they're doing and, you know, uh, being proactive enough to either, whether it's pick up the phone or walk down the street um, or, or drop in if it's somebody that you know that, <laughs> you know, if you're, <laughs> if you're that close that you can just drop in, um, which to, to be, to be honest, I, I think that is, that is something that, you know, even thinking kind of just uh, smaller communities, um, I think there is more of that culture of, you know, you just kind of, you, you it, almost like a, like a, something of like a bygone, like era of like the street culture that maybe we don't have as much because we drive everywhere now, it's true, you know, where you just kind of, you pop in on others, you see how they're doing. And, um, but I think specifically, you know n- not waiting for a sign that something's wrong. And I agree because i I do think that you know it's a very well uh, warm community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do understand when people say, you know the whole Kansas nice thing is um, is a little bit uh, disarming because. It, it it's 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 nice uh it's nice kind of like tr- tran- transiently sometimes it is and and rather than rather than actually proactively seeking out opportunities to connect with with others um how is is that is that is that almost it almost seems a little bit unnatural for us though Um, we live in a time of like, we can literally text anybody, you know, we literally used to, before we had even cell phones, actually have, if we actually wanted to communicate long distance with someone, we'd actually have to write them a letter. I write postcards all the time.
2: (laughs) I love it because I love getting mail. That's not a bill. Let me tell you, if anyone wants to send me a postcard, I will give you my address (laughs) because I hate getting bills, but I love getting mail from friends. Right. And it, it, you know, I think that goes to, I'm going to pivot for a moment. It mm-hmm. goes to an old tradition of the thank you note, the birthday card, um, handwritten notes that we, we don't have as much. You don't see that as much. Um, we have Facebook. We have Facebook. <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah. that's <laughs> great. It's great that I get two, three, four hundred happy birthdays on Facebook. <laughs> But I think one of the things that I cherish more is the mm-hmm. handwritten card that I get. Yeah. yeah. And that that just, someone cares about me because they wrote me a note. Right. And then I feel like I have a closer connection to that
0: individual. Totally. Totally.
2: You know, you talk about how is it kind of, I'm going to twist your words a little bit, just face value this this nicety that we have in Wichita. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm Kind of progressing through a whole model that the Movember Foundation, through Are um, You Okay organization, mm-hmm. um, prescribes, and it's called Alec, and it starts with A for Ask, which you know we just had that a bit ago. How yeah. are you? Yeah. Asking people how you are, and the second one is Listen, L, and I think that's the thing. A, a lot of people in general, well, how are you? Okay, great, we're done here but not actually listening to how somebody is.
0: It's just a a knee-jerk kind of a thing.
2: Exactly. It's the same as a wave. It's the same as handing someone a credit card when you're done with the transaction. Right. How are you? It's It's something
0: to fill the space.
2: Exactly. And you don't have that opportunity. I mean, we now don't even spell out how are you all the way because we're texting people, HRU. <laughs> and, and even then it's shortening people, which is shortening the attention span. Right. And we're not having that engaging moment to s- actually listen, stare someone in the eye, whether it's virtually or in person, and listening to how they truly are.
0: Well, the, the listening part, I think, is is a, is a little bit difficult because I, th- I really think that listening and not jumping to, to react or jumping to respond and fill uh, requires you know letting there be sometimes some silence or letting there sometimes be some you know ambiguity and that that is uh, I don't know I think we've <laughs> almost we uh, at least my generation growing up, like we, you know, it, it's almost like it's almost like rude to, to let a moment be awkward or something.
2: <laughs> it, it's true. I mean, I've been in meetings before on Zoom and I think the, the Zoom age, if I may call these past six months, also mm-hmm. eight months, <laughs> also part of the Zoom age, where everything is so much more digital, you don't have, you know, human beings thrive off of that interpersonal communication. And when we don't see someone adjusting in a chair because they're uncomfortable with the situation, you don't know if they're uncomfortable because all you see is their face. And even then it's not crystal clear. And you can't always tell voice inflections and things like that. And so that makes it difficult to allow for space and space being silence. But silence is a very powerful thing. And I've been in meetings where people As soon as someone stops talking and there's a two seconds of silence, someone has to jump in and I've heard people say, ah, silence is uncomfortable. We just have to keep talking. Embrace that silence, Mm -hmm. have that opportunity. Listening is not about prescribing a solution. Listening is truly giving space, giving space to understand and hear what someone needs to say. And sometimes part of that space is silence. And sometimes part of that space is, is that voice exchange.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, you wouldn't even allow some silence. Do I feel like
2: silence on a, on a, <laughs> in a podcast thing is a little awkward?
0: No, that's it's it's uh you know it's it's music is the is is the stuff between the sounds too, right? Like some. That's what they say, at least.
2: (laughs) And I think listening also, so listening and and asking can be done one-on-one. But I think there's also a job of a community to listen to what the community needs Mm -hmm. and to listen to the community. And I think especially in in the recent times, I I think we've been listening a lot and seeing articles, articles talking to us about mental health, um, articles talking to us about potential uh, signs and um, things that are could drive issues within mental health right and This is our chance as a community to listen to those doesn't Mm -hmm. mean we need to react right now That's that's the third point of Alec, which we can get to in a bit, but let's listen to our own community and and build from that to then start and asking individuals, right?
0: So so basically so that's something I, I think is really interesting that I'd love to touch on is is the ask and and the listen. I think really demands a, a level of presence, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I like social media. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we but, all? Sometimes, but it 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 too much of it certainly doesn't seem to lend itself to a sense of presence and a sense of. Um, I guess there's there's a lot of ego that's wrapped up in social media, right? And so, I I guess I wonder this this has been a a, a hectic, crazy, turbulent year, and not only that, but so much of how we're processing it is being processed over social media, whether that's the 2020 elections, whether that's, you know, making sense of, of, of rising COVID cases and state by state, whether that's uh, the response to the, the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor throughout the summer and and, and a number of others. So much of that is being processed um, through our phones. and. I guess i guess i wonder is are we are we are we able to do the a and the l in in this social media culture that we have the the ask and the listen
2: i think it's it's a lot harder because we we talked earlier about how um, even the hello how are you is just a knee-jerk reaction and I feel like a lot of what social media has become is I see something and I immediately want to comment on that or I need immediately need a like on that because I agree with it mm-hmm. or give a frowny face because I disagree with it. Um, there are things that we want to knee-jerk react because of social media and we're just getting sound bites. And I, I think that really limits our ability to have those conversations. I I think one of the things that we have... Lost in our community is the public space. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier before this about how important parks are, yeah. um, especially yeah. during this time. But but that public forum space in a park or a gathering space like that, or even in the barber shops, that opportunity has now moved to social media, where you can't listen in on other people. Um, I mean, I lo- I love going to get my my hair did uh, <laughs> because. <laughs> It is one of those moments where I can just be free and I'm hearing what other people are yeah, saying around yeah. me. And it's interesting to hear other people's viewpoints there. Right. On social media... Now, I have a very large social media fan base. Uh, <laughs> fan base, I'm going <laughs> to call them. <laughs> They're not really fans. A lot of them are my good friends and I really appreciate them. But...
0: I adore my fans.
2: <laughs> you know, they many of them have similar viewpoints that I have. Mm-hmm. Some of them also have differing viewpoints. I don't have enough friends that have differing viewpoints than myself because again, we live in bubbles and that happens. You usually around people who have similar interests, look similar to you, do the similar things to you with you, um, that we've lost some of those public spaces where it might not be you're having a conversation, but you're hearing other people's viewpoints and on social media we've lost a lot of that and so we have those knee-jerk reactions that just fume and build and don't allow us to overhear something and take a step over and say now can you explain that to me because I, I don't quite get that you know i have right. let's, another thing that's gone on in our community a little side jaunt yeah is that blue domed building um, in downtown Wichita, which I blue, may or may blue, not
0: want. blue-domed yep. building Century what?
2: Two, <laughs> um, and I have my opinions about them, sure. and we can leave that to a different podcast sure. if you want. Sure, uh, but there is a woman who I respect and I love, and I've known for many years, um, an a um, older, wiser individual, wiser <laughs> because she is she she has so many years of experience, also who has very strong differing opinions than I do on that. Right. And so, you know what I did? I It was nice to see someone with differing opinions because I have a very strong opinion myself. I invited her out to lunch, dinner actually. And we sat down and we talked through that and found out we actually had a lot of shared opinions about it. Mm-hmm. We just didn't agree with how it was being done. Sure. And it was amazing and it it strengthened our relation.
0: Okay. Well, we may have dropped off there for uh, a moment, um, but we're gonna dive back in and and if uh, if con- to connect the threads a little bit. Because
2: um, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's okay.
0: N- no, it does. It doesn't have to be perfect. But we uh, we were at this point talking about the the, the E in um, Alec the uh, from from November and. The A being ask, ask somebody um, how they're doing and, and, you know, really, really be interested. Um, And then L being listen and listen without, without prejudice, without, you know, uh, without, you know, planning what you're going to say, a response. And and then E being encouraging action, and we were talking specifically about um, how 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 can we how can we as as men in in our community, especially here in Wichita, how can we relearn to not try and solve the whole problem all at once, and just just take the the little thing that's in front of you, um, how can how can we instill or how how can we how can we adopt that kind of thinking and that kind of behavior more in our community for the sake of our well being?
2: Yeah. I think for men specifically, it's being okay with vulnerability and being okay as a man not having you know we have all these social norms that some may agree with, some may not, but there's a social norm around men being, um, the one that know everything and can, I'm saying this and I'm not even agreeing with it because I think there are from damn smart women out there, um, <laughs> who do a lot better work than men at times. But oh, yeah. on a, on a mental health side, um, men are instilled with these, whether they know it or not, these, um, norms of, of, being of having all the answers sometimes. And so having that vulnerability of maybe not having the answers or trying something. I know there are specific um, industries and occupations that, 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 that thrive better in there. And there are industries and occupations and people who that doesn't th- uh, work as well because that's not a lot of, of what that industry needs but I think it's really important as men to be vulnerable and to to be able to be wrong at times and be okay with that. Um, I think that's one sign of it, is that men themselves need to be vulnerable and men themselves need to be okay with taking small little actions that may not turn out okay, but understand that there can be a learning from it and right. it's not easy. But then on the flip side, in order for them to do that, the rest of us, everyone else needs to support that individual and not jump down their throat, not attack them on social media and, and have a moment of grace for that individual because they're trying something, giving credit to, and and I don't mean it in the aspect of we all need awards for just showing up, but giving credit for trying and working on something of Good job. Like, giving giving that space to be okay with failure, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a hard thing for for you and I on a personal level, but it's an even harder thing for individuals who are in elected positions, for individuals who are in leadership positions at work.
0: Or even just in, within their household. Exactly. Uh, I, I I certainly I certainly think that a, a lot of it uh, there's a lot that has to do with feeling like uh, I think I think men do have have a sense at times of other people are relying on me to get it right. So, I need to take actions that are right not not let me see if this works or or let me try this and and maybe i'll fail but hey yay failure (laughs) um it it, it's there this it feels like in a time like right now especially you mentioned politically um and and you mentioned you know given given the 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 COVID crisis and everything, um, it feels like the stakes are so high on everything. And when it feels like the stakes are so high, failure is like tantamount to death, you know? Mm -hmm. It is, it is, not only is it tantamount to death, it's almost failure is also like shame. <laughs> and I, I I can't imagine because I, I understand that that, you know, that feeling of not meeting my own or others' expectations. So, you know, we're I think we're all gonna have to help each other be okay with um with 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 not with being okay with not having having the answer and and not um not necessarily you know we're not we're not going to figure this all out in 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 a week or a month um we just had an election we are still currently processing um, a lot of different things, and and I think there's this temptation. I, I feel like this has happened a lot recently. But we get to the end of a year, and the year it's been a shitty year or whatever, and it's like, oh gosh, 2016 has just sucked. Like, can't wait until 2016 is over. Bring me 2017. They get to the end of 2017, it's just like, man, 2017 is just like all the terrible stuff that's happened, you know, bring me 2018 and on and on and on. Right. And I think, I think, yeah, we, we have to, we have to reach out to other people, um, because we're not, we're not going to solve all these things in a week. We're not going to solve it all next year either. Um, but you're right. How can we, how can we make it okay for people, for, men to um to take take small actions and small actions that and, and not have to be not ha- not there doesn't have to be success at the end of every small action for for you for you to to for you to prove yourself true Encouraging action, there's one more there step is one more. There's to, a last to, that, one. to Alec.
2: Yes. So we have ask, listen, and encourage action, and finally, check in. Following up with others. So you've had this conversation with someone, you've listened to the conversations, you've suggested something for them to do, get an extra night get an extra hour of sleep tonight. Check in with them the next week. How you feeling? You sleeping better? Mm-hmm. You spending more time with your family? And that just kind of circulates back into that whole Alec um, system. And and I think that's an important thing to close that loop is checking in because if you have and I think that's something that a lot of us don't do. We prescribe an answer and then good luck. Yeah. But it's important to check in to see if that, you know, that encouraged action was complete or not. And if it wasn't, okay, so, so maybe we need to take that encouraged action and split it into another chunk. How can we make that action a little smaller? Because those small wins are what's going to build up. Yep. And yep. I think that it's, it's a very important aspect. So we're not just preaching from our mountaintops about here's what
0: you need to do. Our Kilimanjaro mountain tops. <laughs> um, it
2: is. Let's have that conversation, and then let's check back in and see, you know, how that go?
0: Right. Right. So, so going, so going, going forward. Um, you know, at 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 this time, I mean, we we it there. I I found I found at least that, you know, I have a, I have I have a people that I'm connected with friends and some of them, we, we have different timelines. Like I have some friends where it's like three months is about the time where we kind of check in on each other. I have some other friends where it's, where it's like, um, you know, after two weeks, if we haven't really heard from each other, it's almost like instinctually like, Oh, time to check in with, with that person. Um, Obviously we can't be, we can't be there. For everyone, all the time, um, because we also have to take care of ourselves as well. So there, there is there is that balance. But um, you know, I think that may that may also apply that the Alec <laughs> Alec may also apply to yourself as well. I, I'm imagining very much so, <laughs>
2: very much so.
0: And perhaps perhaps that's the perhaps that's the kind of final thing here that we, we can, we can touch on because obviously, obviously we want to reach out to others and, um, and ask, listen, encourage action, and then check in with them. Um, but follow that example too, because you know, God knows there there. We can, we can also, um, you know, be, be caregivers to other people to our own detriment at, at times. Um, so who's who's looking out for for you, too, and how, what what do you just what does that message kind of mean to you?
2: You know, I think uh, self care is an important thing, um, and and being able to ask yourself how you're doing is an important thing. Um, I think that's why I chose to go on this hike to Kilimanjaro in two thousand and nineteen. That's why I chose to do this program that I'm doing with these small little changes to help me, myself. Um, because I try and look at myself and, and ask and listen and encourage some small changes um, and then check in. And it's it's a lot of times it's hard to do it yourself because you want to prescribe changes. I think another area that we all um, don't think about as for men specifically as body image and, and, and weight. And that's not something in a healthy way that you can fix overnight. Mm-hmm. That's one of those long-term effects, small change effects. And so when you're looking at things like that, if you don't feel comfortable um, based off of a variety of things and there are doctor suggestions that you need to take into account, especially for your health, um, you've got to do those in small ways and check in on yourself. How do these small things make you feel? Right. And I think being able to, I think journaling is a fantastic tool. Journaling is not something you have to do every single night for 20 minutes. <laughs> I keep a journal myself. Um, I think I wrote in it now. I think tonight I'm going to write into it after our conversation here, but I think the last time I wrote in it was three or four weeks ago. Yeah. I write in my journal when I feel the need to write into it. And I look back on some of my previous journals that I have. And it's interesting to see some of the conversations that I've had with myself. Yeah. Checking in on myself and seeing and, and, and looking back and saying, you know, if I, when were those times that I want to be, that I was the best version of myself? It's another J- Janae thing to say. Um, <laughs> when are those times that I've been the best version of myself and how was I feeling? What was I doing? Who is I around? And am I feeling that right now? And if not, what can I do to get to that feeling? What small actions can I take? I think it's also important for us as a community. Yes, it's important to look at yourself and to help others, but sometimes we don't see signs that someone needs help and sometimes those signs can be a friend reaching out to see how you're doing when really they're the one that needs the help now that doesn't mean every sure. single sure. time someone reaches out they're really saying help 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 yeah <laughs> no but alec someone else and then alec <laughs> that person too right it's a back and forth thing and and that's part of being a community is having that back and forth conversation with each other
0: I, I agree and 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 as well as as well as being able to to ask others being able to ask on your own behalf as well is is huge because at, at, at the end at the end of the day you you do you know you do have a responsibility to yourself you do to to take care of yourself and um, and and we certainly to be that for other people, um, you know, most most likely the way the way that life goes is when you are being that for other people, they'll typically be that for you as well. But 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 don't don't wait to 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 take the actions or to reach out for the things that you need for yourself. Like you you are your best friend in that in that sense. It's true and. Um, and you know, another thing that I, that just kind of made me think about that checking in and, and especially with the, the things that don't show up overnight. And I'm thinking even of the time we're going through right now, where maybe a lot of people are, you know, having to take a hard look at their career and their professional life trajectory. Um, you know, maybe they're having to look at relationship because they're at home at more. And, and so they're maybe exposed to things that have kind of just been brushed under the rug. I don't, I don't know what it is for, for people, but, um, being satisfied, not by the result that you want, although that it's fine to have desires, it's fine to have goals, but being satisfied by the, the process and, You know, not, hey, I went to the gym, but I look, I I don't look any, any lighter (laughs) or any, you know, any stronger or more fit. It's like, well, that's not going to happen in one, one gym, but, but don't be satisfied by that. Be satisfied by the action of being in the gym. And how
2: does that make you feel?
0: Exactly. Or, you know, hey, I'm trying out this new online course in, you know, uh, digital marketing or something and i've never been in that in that space before um how does it feel just to know that you're showing up to try this new process that is going to be filled with some failure and some success some highs some lows but you are taking the small action the thing that you can do <laughs> in front of you. And that's, that's all you can do. And that is, that is enough. Um, I, I certainly, I certainly hope and and certainly want to do my best to encourage other men to, to know that doing the small things for themselves is, is plenty. So true. Um, before before we, we wrap up the conversation, though, uh, going back to what you're doing and what you've been doing with with uh, the Movember Foundation, um, what 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 would you what would you leave us with as as far as how can we how can we support support further that that mission, um, and you know what are some other ways that we could maybe not only when it's november 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 but you know at all times throughout the year really take on take on that mission of, of of kind of shining a light on the the hidden the hidden things that that really affect men and their mental health yeah
2: i think the great thing about november is it it shines that light extra hard for 31 days out of 365 or six this year um <laughs> But I think um, it is something that the light needs to be every day. And there are resources from national level. I mean, I I just want to applaud our federal government for a moment, which I don't think everyone always does. But there is something great that they recently did with expanding the National Suicide Prevention Hotline to a three-digit number. Um, 988 will be like the 911. Okay. Um, that will take an effect, I believe, middle of 2022, um, because it takes some time to get all the call centers the, up and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But what a great opportunity for, for mental health, not only for men, but for women too right. and, um, trans and, and, and every person. Yes. Um, I think that we as individuals moving forward need to make sure we, um, see what's going on on a political side of where we can help encourage people to have conversations. Um, Encourage people to to be vulnerable and and also to look towards organizations locally, statewide, nationally, or internationally like Movember who help support these causes throughout the year. Um, Sedgwick County has some great resources. Federally there are great resources, nationally there are great resources, but what resources where you can give your time, talents, or treasures to help um, each other with those organizations, as well as following the ALEC model, ask, listen, encourage action, and check in, Um, and also learning how you can have those conversations. Uh, The Movember Foundation, another plug for them, Um, Has a great new resource that they've launched this year called conversations, okay, and it's conversations.movember.com and and you can follow a Conversation and and it's like multiple choice questions of you know Someone says this what would you respond with and they have three main areas to look like to to look at when you're talking to a, a man specifically i um, talking to a man about being unemployed or uncertain times. Mm-hmm. I'm talking a man who's juggling work and family life, and then talking to a man who's withdrawn or obsessing over something. Yeah. And there are different tracks that you can follow on that aspect. Um, so educating each other on ways that we can have conversations and taking a step off social media, being a real person, having a phone conversation, like voice, not just text. Right. Um, Writing a letter or a postcard. Um, Next time someone has a birthday, send them an actual birthday card. (laughs) It doesn't have to have anything in it. Um, You're paying 50 cents, that's their birthday. And and the $5 I think Hallmark now charges for birthday cards. But I think it's important that we throughout the year, Movember does a great job highlighting that, and you're always welcome to donate to the Movember Foundation during the month of November. Um, but but we all need to take those steps throughout the year to really encourage conversations.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I and I I, I welcome I welcome more more of those and, and I think that's a that's a great resource that you mentioned and, and you said that was conversations at or org, com com okay. Conversa- <laughs> conversation yes. and um and and I and I, I echo what what you said there there as well um another final plug you know there are organizations in every community in our community in in Wichita um that are out in the community really, really working on these things. Uh, Real Men, Real Heroes is one that comes to mind for me here in in Wichita that I've been wanting to support more. And um, it is, I believe, Giving Tuesday coming up, uh, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. So... December 1st this year. December 1st. December 1st. So um, another easy way that that if you're listening to this and you want to find a way to support is... Find an organization that's that's really working on um, on mental health in in your community, and then just make it a priority. Make it a prior priority for you, for your family, for for others. I think we have so many things that you mentioned. Um, turning the the hotline into a a three-digit number. Uh, we have so many programs at the federal, state, and local level where. It reveals what our priorities are, right? And we all we can we can always dial in nine one one. That's a loaded uh, other topic about how people are served differently in in those regards. But the whole point is is that you know if you want if you want something to be um, to be better in your community, you have to make it a priority. Um, you want it to be better in your own within your own family or your own circle of friends or in your own life you have to make it a priority um and alec ask listen encourage action and check in i think gives you a fantastic framework to to make it a priority and we'll certainly do our best to 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 expand that extend that to to the whole community here in wichita so um, with that though thank you Jamil, for, for making the time and for shining a light on these needed issues.
2: Thank you so much. It's a, a it's an important thing to talk about, um, and it's not talked about enough. So thanks for giving a platform to have conversations. Thank
0: you. Well, pick up a phone, give a friend a call, ask and listen how they're doing. So thanks. See ya.
1: Thank you again to everyone that listened to this episode of the Wichita Life podcast. If you enjoyed, please rate and review our podcast on whatever app you use. If you have any recommendations, please reach out at wichitalifeict at gmail.com. Thanks again.